Blog Talk Radio. My phone to go live. Yeah. My phone to go DC Sports. The Final Cut. going on good people man it's myself mr dc sports senior with y'all man we're back for another episode we had to get this thing kick-started for the season man we wanted to rap with y'all so you know i got myself uh damo Rowe. you know he's been with me we, we started the yes, first sir. thing together and of course my man chris worthy i mean we wanted him on you know from the get-go but chris you know my man that's a busy man right there that's the man around town so <laughs> what's up fellas what's going on with y'all Oh, my God. Fellas, 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 what is going on with you in Chocolate City? How y'all living, man? (laughs) Hey, I mean, hopefully great, you know what I'm saying? Like, we need this season to do something, you know? Like I said, I don't know about you, Damo, but I'm ready, man. Oh, I'm too ready, man. I've been ready since the end of last season. I got a bad taste in my mouth, so I'm ready to get this thing started. Absolutely, absolutely, (laughs) man. I'm with you, fellas. God, man, I'm, man, I don't know about you guys, man, but I am excited and hyped for this this season, man. You 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 can't tell me nothing, this man. You cannot tell me. I was salty like you, Domo, at the end of week sixteen last season, and I was like, man, if you guys don't do some upgrades and and and, and show up this defense, you ain't gonna hear nothing from me. But being salty, but hey, man, I, I I've been like a kid in a candy store this off season with what they've been doing this off season, so I'm ready. Hey, you you ain't saying nothing but a word, Chris, man. You know what I'm saying? Because I we I've been wanting to get something going with this show for a minute, but I said I have to do something for this. We have to talk about this upcoming game, man. We got the Arizona Cardinals' first game of the season, and I've been sitting back watching old YouTube. That's how ready I am for the season. I posted it on my page. I'm watching. <laughs> 1990s Redskins games. I mean, I, honestly, I was looking for the Redskins versus Cardinals in the 90s, even though those were misery times and those were memor- misery games when we played the Cardinals and Boomer Saxon and Jake Plummer was killing us. Oh, but my God, just, man. You know. <laughs> that you, was when you're the bringing up the ghost of Larry Centers and, and whatnot. Oh, God. <laughs> hey, Michael Westbrook, <laughs> man, you know. Keith Shuler, those ghosts. Those are some ghosts right there, man. You know, so, I mean – we got this game coming up this weekend. Like I said, we playing the Cardinals. And Cardinals, I'm looking into them a little bit. They are a new-look team so far. I mean, they – new coach, what, Steve Wilkes, come from Carolina. And they got a bunch of new guys on the team this year. I saw they had like 26 unrestricted free agents, and only three of them or something came back this year. So we, a lot of people honestly don't even know what to expect from – those guys. So I, I kind of want to, I mean, I, we, we know they have David Johnson. I mean, that guy's returning. That's, you know, David Johnson has been special for years, and that's the type of guy that always feels as he is. But, Very special. Yes, absolutely. So, I mean, what, what, what are some of the things you you kind of 
feel, you know, with us going into this game that we need to kind of focus on, you know, what, what, to establish, you know, some early momentum? <sighs> Dre, I'm going to tell you like this, sir. Bye. I'm, 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 I'm going to tell you like this. <laughs> we know Jay's record on opening games has been due to on the stick. So we have to come in, set this tone. Why not? We win the coin toss. We defer to the Cardinals. Let's just set the tone with the defense. You know, I'm. You know, get those dogs out there early. A lot of question marks with with uh, the Cardinals. You know, Larry Fitzgerald. He's going to do his thing. You know, David Johnson yes. do his thing. But there's a lot of question marks there to me personally with the QB spot. And you know, you know, no disrespect to the Cards, but let me tell you something. That D-line that we got setting up that's going to come out there, we need to go out there and set the tone right then and there and do not look back. And, and, and you know, Domo, help me out, man. I, I know you feeling we've been talking back and forth and trying to get this party started this year. And right. defense, 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 man. It, I think we got to go out there and start that, with, with at least with that. Oh, yeah, that's a, that's a great way to start. Like, one of my favorite Reds because of all time, Fred Smoot, he has this saying, man, it starts with the fat guys up front. You need them guys that when they wake up, they want to eat that bacon. They want to get to that bacon. So it starts, <laughs> up with the, it starts with the pass rush because that pass rush, those guys up front, they make it easier for the guys in the back. They'll make it easier for Josh Norman to record an interception this year. They'll make it easier for Fabian Monroe to come into his own. So we need to get that pass rush started. Those big guys, that'll make it easier for Zach Brown and, you know, Mesa Foster to get into those lanes and clog those runners up because we were last in the league in, what, defending the run last year? I believe yeah, we were last we was pretty bad. So, <laughs> pretty bad. You cannot succeed in the NFC East without defending that run. You got Zeke Elliott, Zeke Crop Top, Lil Uzi Elliott. <laughs> <laughs> Saquon, Saquon, I don't even know. I'm going to come up with a nickname with him soon, though, but you got Saquon Barkley. And you got Jay Ajayi with the Eagles. So, man, it starts with the defense. The offense will, dick, uh, will feed off of the defense. So, that's where I'm mean. yeah. I can go well, on and well, so, well, let me let me ask you this. So, y- so y'all aren't discouraged by uh, that preseason game number three that everyone jumped off the ledge for, you know? Oh, you mean those chicken littles? Man, come on, man. <laughs> come on. If you've been watching no. this team long enough, Alex Smith, the vet mm-hmm. savvy. Wu Tang Alice is coming out there. You don't have to worry mm-hmm. about him. Where are you gonna see them run the ball as many times as they did, unless they was not particularly trying to pin up Adrian Peterson and find out what he was going to be doing, what he's gonna be about. I mean, come on now. You 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 gotta bring some common sense if you're gonna watch it. I know everybody thinks that old cliche preseason three is gonna be the dress rehearsal. This is what you're gonna see all year long. You see them run A P five, six times straight and people just went into straight panic mode. I don't mm-hmm. know. Maybe Jay wanted to see uh what A P can do, you know? How about this one? And this has not been talked about yet and and, and, and Mr D C Sports when you brought me on you was like, you know what? I, I want you and, and, and Dormo to come in and talk about some football before this Sunday game. Let me explain right. something to you guys. Maybe Jay was serving up some Adrian Peterson to get mm-hmm. teams to look. They're, they're going to have to start respecting the run against us. 
that our running game was going to be legit. You know, a lot of people throughout the year last year, oh, we pass happy. You know, Jay doesn't want to run the ball. Guess what? Jay ran AP until AP went out there and single-handedly put some points on the board by himself. I think he's Definitely. going to let everybody know what his mission is going to be coming in. And, yeah, and that's a great point, Chris. Yeah, because um, but with that, there, there's no scheme in in preseason. Well, not not many teams that, if any at all, are running a scheme in preseason. I mean, yeah, they call it the dress rehearsal game, but nowadays teams are scared to put their main guys into situations where they can get them injured and stuff. Especially the Redskins, we we lost Darius guys' first game of preseason. So now we're just going in and say, all right, we just want to get these guys to sweat, and we want to get them out of there. But the maybe the only concern I can take away from that game was the effort I saw on defense, where a couple of guys looked like they didn't work, they weren't interested in tackling. Now hopefully that's a switch that can turn on come game one, you know. But as far as the offense goes, there was no play actions called like Chris, like Chris, as you said. Adrian Peterson was the main focal point. That was his first game with us. He had just been with us for two or three days before that game. So they wanted to see what this guy can do on the field. And it was that one, I think it was the second series of the game, Adrian Peterson, they they literally ran to this guy about eight straight times. That doesn't happen in regular season. Even if, the, even if Adrian Peterson is looking good, that's not going to happen. What's going to happen is if Adrian Peterson looks good a couple of carries, they're going to call a play action and get the defense off guard, but instead they want to just keep feeding Adrian Peterson, get his, get him hungry, get him ready for the season. So I, that you can't take anything away from that game. No, not at all, not at all. And we, what you can take away, I like how you all said, uh, brought up Jay Gruden, because Jay Gruden, he, everybody wants to down him and talk about this and that, but people have to understand he's. He hasn't been coaching as long as everyone else. He's still learning the game and learning himself and how to motivate his players. So I really feel like now he understands that, okay, the running game is very important. I hear, like, he's a coach, but I I guarantee you he hears everything the media and the people on social media and the fans say. So he's like, okay, guys went down. Any other year we probably would have relied on Kelly, P. Ryan, you know the guys, but he said, "Okay, mm-hmm. no, we you got to bring a dog in. I you can't do this. Like I, I have to, I have to coach like I want my job, and I have to motivate these players because if I don't, I could be gone. So let's bring AP and let's bring somebody in who will dictate and make teams put eight in that box, stack eight in that box. And when you do that, that's when he can be Jay Gruden, like we know, scheme up those plays, all of those these crazy plays. He's one of the best in the league at." getting his receivers and tight ends open. So, you know, with the healthy Thank Jay you. Reed and Dachson and Richardson, and Richardson is really the key because like Deshaun Jackson, he has that factor where he's going to make you – you're going to have to put a safety over top, and if you don't, oh, we got Jay Reed in the middle breaking your linebacker down or your slow safety. So, Jay Gruden, he, I really believe this will be the year of Jay Gruden, and this will dictate how his oh my the rest of his career in D.C. will go. Domo, I'm I'm glad you brought those key points in about about Jay. And if if y'all don't know me already, people are listening. Dre, you know mm-hmm. I I used to be the ultimate troll when it came to Jay Gruden. Right. And <laughs> I have I, I have eaten a lot of crow 
throughout the years through the transitions that he's gone through with the QB situation, uh, with what was going on in the front office. I mean, uh, again, I'm not going to take anything away from this guy. He is the ultimate when it comes to the players coaching, uh, a player's coach. And I don't know why people have short amnesia when it comes to Jay Gruden and his passing game. There's nothing wrong with the passing game. He can plug in whoever he wants, and he will always create uh, mismatches all day, which is why I'm hopping back on him running AP the way he did preseason game three because, A, the man just walked into Ashburn. Two, I need to see really what type of shape he's in. And three, like you said, Domo, I'm not trying to lose my job. Yeah, they gave me an extension, but look, it's on me now. I got a QB in Alex Smith that can do exactly what I've been wanting my QB to do and then some. No way he's just going to just sit idly by and just plug in whoever back there. He he can't skid by that 8-8, eight 7-9, eight, um, 4-1 in season record. Jay is coming out with all guns blazing, and, and, I'm, yeah. and I'm glad, Domo, you brought that up with that. Yep. Yeah, and great points all around, especially with Jay knowing what he has to do. Like I said, extension be damned. Jay Gruden, in my personal opinion, and I am rooting for the guy. Like I have been skeptical about Jay Gruden through the course of his career here, but I am I'm I'm fully behind the guy. <laughs> like I mean, and, it, I, and he had to grow on me. I mean, and that's as a Redskins fan, we sometimes we take these things for granted because we're so used to turnover so easily going to a new regime with no stability. And Jay has been, what, this is fifth year now. So while, yes, I'm used to Jay now, and I love Jay Gruden's offensive system, there's some things Jay Gruden does have to work on. And, you know, we, we all have had issues with his game management in certain situations and preparation. Like, you know, those are my main issues with Jay. But with that said, for well, my support fully behind Jay, he does have to come out strong now because now I think the seat gets hot early if you don't come out strong because now they're looking at you like, okay, Jay, we gave, we gave you your quarterback. You know, we, we, we went out and got, you know, a running back, Check. which was Darius Geist, but Darius Geist gets hurt. But we bring in Adrian Peterson, who still looks apart. So we get we went out, we got you some – young defensive guys. I mean, there's still some guys maybe I'm proving in the secondary that some folks are going to, you know, talk about and, you know, have questions about. But that front seven, especially the defensive line, I'm loving the the possibilities and the potential with that group. Maybe the linebackers, you know, some – I mean, I, 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 I'm still a big fan of Preston Smith. Ryan Kerrigan is Ryan Kerrigan. He's as solid and consistent as it gets. He may not be elite, but he's solid and consistent as it gets. Middle linebacker, Zach Brown, yeah, we know he's a dog. But then after that, then it becomes a little bit of a question game. But the secondary, a lot of people have questions about. But even still, Jay Gruden has to start out strong this year. Because, like I said, if he doesn't, that seat's going to get hotter than he's been any year here in D.C. And But I, I personally think that Jay Gruden, he – up to the task this year. I mean, at least I hope so, you know, with the excitement building up for the season and all. You know, but I, I just love the possibility and the potential of him and Alex working together. I mean, these are two great offensive minds, and Alex is a guy that has been in different systems, 
and he seems ready to adapt to anything thrown his way. And the players just rave glowingly about Alex because he usually does the right thing with the ball. I mean, that's the thing. we got to get off strong, and getting off strong means less turnovers, and that's where Alex Smith steps in with that. Oh, man, great, so, great, great segue, yeah. uh, Dre, with, with segueing into Wu-Tang Alex. Domo, I uh, know you was following training camp and how you heard all the reports coming out of camp that there were – uh, just a different attitude on the offensive side of the ball. The small intangibles that Alex was talking with with Dotson and and Richardson and uh, getting that chemistry. Just the, the little things that we just us as Redskins fans um, just wasn't seen in other times of past. And it's like there's a new form of energy back there. Domaki, I know you heard him, man. Break that down for me. What, what's your take on that? So my take on that is, you know, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna start back. You know, I don't. A lot of people don't want to hear about the, the Kirk guy, but I'm gonna have to take it back. Start with that. You know, when he wasn't, he didn't really have any security. You know, he went. He went to his new team, the Vikings. He spoke on the fact that, oh, now I can be a leader, or, you know, and I really, and I really feel like, a money or a contract doesn't make you a leader. If you're a leader of men, that's gonna show regardless of how much money you're making. Or, or no matter your situation, your stance, if you're a leader, you're a leader no matter where you are. So having Alex Smith and he's comfortable, he knows he's going to be here, he's been in different situations because at the end of the day, you can have all the passing yards you want. You can have all the touchdowns, the highest quarterback rating, but if you don't win, it does not matter. The great Herm Edwards said, you, I, think, I believe that was that Herm Edwards who said you play to win the game. Yep. He said, you play <laughs> to win the game. That's all. Numbers don't matter. It's about motivating the men around you and playing to win the game. So what I'm hearing about from Ali Smith, you know, he's not going to lose you a game, and that's important because our past quarterbacks, we've seen fourth quarters on or crucial third quarter possessions or different crucial possessions. Our quarterback has not been able to put us over that hump and win us the game. They've lost us the game due to crucial interceptions or things of that nature. So we have a veteran quarterback who's been through the fire. He's been in multiple um, playbooks so he can adapt well. So I'm excited to have Alex Smith because from what I've seen from him so far, he will not lose us a game. And Alex Smith last year, he was basically in MVP conversation up until about half midway into the season. He was playing crazy out of his mind. I remember when he played us, he didn't look like he was – 30-plus years old, he was scrambling, making plays on the run, in the pocket, doing everything. So we got a veteran quarterback who wants to be here. That's a major key. You have to have right somebody there, who wants right there. to be there. Right. Say that again, Domo. Say that again. We have a quarterback who wants to be here. You know, like I just said on my show one time, if you, say you're dealing with a young lady, you know, no matter what you're doing <laughs> for her, no matter what's going on, if she doesn't want to be there, it's not going to be cool because you have to have that consistency you have to both people have to be on one accord so we have that i really feel like we have that and you can only go up from there oh my god man man you guys don't know how excited i am man i've been man i've been i've been under the radar just excited for this season man i mean it's been a long time coming man you know every year i go in cautiously optimistic about uh, you know, I'm a roof of my team. I'm going to sit there on game day. I'm going to go to the games, blah, blah, blah. But, man, it's something something different this year. And 
I hate to jump all over the place, Dre. You, you know how I am. I'm, 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 I'm stoked about this season. You said something about uh, Jay and being on the hot seat and him making sure that he has put not only himself but put the best players, the best 11 on offense and 11 on defense, out on the field under his tutelage. Something with Alex Smith, and this is an X factor that a lot of people are not talking about or should be talking about more of. When you got a QB with the experience that Alex has, that – takes off a heavy burden off you as being a head coach that you can shift over and worry about those things that you struggled with in the past, time management, talking with your assistants, whatever. When you got a QB that, that trusts you and you trust him, man, that's a match made in heaven. You, do, you can really focus on being that head coach, and you have to worry about, and, and you know, not saying babysit the QB, but really be a, a head coach in the NFL. Yep, and you can yep. let that cornerback coach his job, et cetera. Exactly, and Chris, you know that's a great point. And I'm I'm going to answer that question, but we're also going to have a call in right now to answer that question. But that is a great thing, point that honestly I haven't even really thought much about is the fact that Alex can be a coach on the field, and Jay should be able to feel confident that that's going to you know, assist him and elevate him as well with game management and time management on the field. And, you know, that's one thing I talked about when I, whenever I talked about Alex Smith this summer, I always said, you know, people will say, well, you know, him and Kirk, Kirk, him and Kirk Cousins are pretty much the same quarterback. And like Donald said, you know, I don't really like mentioning that, you know, too much, but Alex Smith in every sense of the word is a leader. There's a reason why he was so revered and loved in Kansas City. Kansas City people still talk about that guy. I mean, he – some guys over in Kansas City were spoiled by Alex. He got them in place. He got them ready. He he had everything where it needed to be. And that right there, you know, that's – you can't measure that. That's not an attribute or anything. But I'm going to bring this call in. This, I, I'm going to bring him in there. Hold on one second. Here we go. Bring him in. Bring him in. All righty. All right. Hey, this hey. – shut up, Cole. Is this you? Yeah, this is me. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. Yo, yo, you, what's man? going on, man? Hey, y'all, hey, this is uh, Hi. Shut Up Cold. How you guys Twitter. doing? Hey. Yeah, hey. How, how you guys doing? Oh, we good, up, man? man. And I wanted, I, wanted to, I wanted to give y'all a little intro on this guy right here, man. This this dude, I, I, like engaging, I, like, I like engaging with this dude on Twitter, man. He's um a really fun dude, but... And in, in, in a sense that he, he'll challenge you. And from what I see that he is more so on the pessimist side when it comes to the Redskins. So, man, I mean, what's up, man? Uh, tell us, I mean, what you expected from the Skins this season, man? What, what you got for me? Yeah, so um, so I feel, like, I feel like this season, as opposed to, like, the last two to three seasons, like, I'm the opposite of everybody else. I feel like the last two to three seasons, I've always been, like, the rah-rah, oh, 10, 11 wins type guy. And, like, this this season, I don't know. I just have, like – so, like, like the Alex Smith thing, like, I want to get, you know, I kind of have, like, this reputation of being, like, this Kirk guy. Like, I mean, I, I mean, <laughs> you, you are. Know, I, I, I like to – I like to – I like to think I'm just I'm just objective. All right, I just I like I like who's performing at the time, and I'm I'm all for Alex Smith. That's cool. My issue is not even on the field for the mo- for the most part. Like I'm a firm believer in like everything starts at the top, right? So if I don't believe in what's going on at the top of the organization, 
with, with, with Bruce, and you can say what you want about Dan and all that. I, I just can't be confident. When you walk into a season and you have all these ifs, well, if this breaks well, things are going to go right. If this breaks well, everything's going to go right. And and you know who's making the decisions, like, uh, up top. I, I, I You know, I just can't. I don't know. I'm not, I, I'm not sold on it, right? And what I think mm-hmm. is happening a little bit with Alex Smith, and like I said, I like Alex Smith. I was fine. I was fine with getting him because I think, I mean, between him and Kirk, you know, like the difference is is is, is, is minuscule, right? I mean, I think we're going to be all right. My thing is, right. I, what I don't understand is I kind of feel like, and this is normal, right? We're kind of projecting things on Alex Smith that I'm not entirely sure that it's true of Alex Smith. Right, like I mean, like some of the big talking points and the leadership thing, you know, man. Listen, like intangibles. I don't really like deal with intangibles. Right, I, I can't. I'm not on the field. I'm not in the locker room, so I don't know. Like, I hope he can be that leader and all that. I, shoot, I mean, to me, like you know, leadership. I mean, I, all teams have leaders, but you know, not everybody's gonna win. But I think with Alex Smith, like I mean, like the biggest thing, like I see is, oh, he's gonna give receivers a chance, especially. With, with the Doxon thing, like, oh, Doxon gonna get targets now. He's gonna give Alex Smith a chance, and I'm just like, and I'm just like, yeah, all right. It's not like Alex Smith is like this is his fourth, fifth year. Alex Smith started like Alex Smith's rookie year was um, year two or year one of Joe, year two of Joe Gibbs. He's been in the league for what, thirteen, fourteen years. There's a tape on Alex Smith. We know who Alex Smith is. Like before last year, but but like, do, let me ask you: Do Alex you feel Smith, like Alex has got better? Do you do you feel like he's got better in this career? Well, yeah. I mean, like, I mean, from year like to year, three, four years into Even his later. career. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, because I mean, his first four or five years, I don't even think you would say he was a top half of the year, top half of the league quarterback, right? Now, I mean, I think as easily you can say that, and I mean, I think before last year, you know, before 2017, like this time last year. I don't think anybody is going to be saying, oh, Alex Smith's going to be an MVP candidate. And he kind of just had like a, you know, a year where like, I mean, you know, like I said, he was an MVP candidate. I think somebody said earlier. And I agree with that. But my thing is like, we got tape and data on Alex Smith and like, you know, that year is a bit of an outlier. And I mean, listen, guys can get improved, you know, all that's great. But I mean, I also listen to other, I listen to podcasts. Like I listen to Andy Ben, Ben uh, Andy Benoit, I'm sorry, podcast, the MMQB court, uh, quarterback podcast. It's on sports illustrators, uh, on iTunes, whatever. And like, he said it himself, like, you know, the difference between him and Kirk, what he, what he, what he said was Kirk Cousins is more likely to try to throw somebody open to Alex Smith. What he specifically said was Alex Smith is a, oh, that guy's open, I'm going to throw him the ball now type quarterback. And he, what he's saying is, like, that's not going to work in Jay's offense where everything is, like, timing. Like, it's got to be, all right, three-step balls out. It, it doesn't matter if the guy is 100% open or not. If he's 75% open, the ball's got to come out. And from what you see from Alex Smith, I don't know if Alex Smith is that quarterback. Like, I go back and watch – I went back and – you know, I mean, I can't really afford a game pass right now, but I did watch all the highlights from last year for the Chiefs and, like, uh-huh. tons of explosive plays, tons. But, I mean, you got Tyreek Hill four, four, like, four lengths ahead of guys, like, wide open. Running somebody wide open. has to get him that ball. No, I, I got that, and I got that. And I, and I just – it just seems like we're projecting a little bit on the Alex Smith what we wanted Kirk Cousins to be, or maybe you want an RG3 to be, whatever quarterback you want to say in the past, we're projecting down Alex Smith because he's new. And basically this has to work, right? So we're kind of saying to fans, like, all right, this got to work. So I, he's going to do this, X, Y, Z. I just got to – I guess I got to – I have to see it, right? Because everything I know about Alex Smith, like, I mean, 
what, two years ago, he was captain check down everybody, right? Now he's Brett Favre, it seems like. So I don't – we'll see. Like, I just – you know, I'm I'm down on the team. My prediction, I don't think, you know – I mean, overall, like, I just think we – outside of Alex Smith, I think, you know, this is a lot of question marks, right? You're O-lineman, like – Lyman's coming off, you know, knee surgery, got right tackle. I mean, Morgan Moses didn't even have a leg last year, and he was trying to play. (laughs) (laughs) And wide receiver, I mean, you know, like – I'm sorry, running back. Well, I know you don't like Josh Dawson. You're not a Josh Dawson fan, right? (sighs) I don't want to say I don't like Josh Dawson. I just – I'm just not a fan. I'm not a fan of 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 anything anything he does. Like, right now, I don't think he's a good NFL player. (laughs) I so think he's closer proud. to a bad NFL player <laughs> than uh, a good one. <laughs> like, just like I need somebody. First of all, I need you to give me, you know, six catches in the in the red zone for touchdowns. That's great, right? But when you're the number one receiver, right? When our other options are Paul Richardson, who's another guy, which is like, oh, like that so skill set looks good. But you know, I was sold that dream with Antoine Randall when I was 13, right? And like I'm just remembering oh. that, right? Like, <laughs> oh, this guy. Oh, Ooh, okay. I just don't like to deal with ifs. The NFL is a year-to-year league, right? I mean, like, you look at power rankings for week one last year, and yeah. it looks nothing like way, the way it ended. So there's a scenario Ooh. where the fans can be, go from 7-9 to 12. I wouldn't be surprised by that. I mean, I would be surprised, but, like, that wouldn't be the most shocking thing in the world. I just – there's not too many – sure things on the team right now at the end of the day. There's just too many ifs, and just the way this team goes, ifs don't ever work out for us. So, like, that's just my, that's my opinion. Well, well, man, first of all, do, man, I, I, I appreciate your fire. Get him, Chris. Yeah, go, ahead, go ahead, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate your fire. I mean, you, you came right in, you, you put your boots right up on the couch and just dug in. I, 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 I love that fire from you, and you brought a lot. So, let me try yeah. to rewind some of this stuff. So, let, yeah. let's start with, uh, which is probably going to be uh, probably going to be a hot topic throughout this year. Alex versus Kirk. What did Kirk do for what yeah. Alex is doing? You're gonna, you know Redskins fans are going to be looking over at the Vikings to see what he does and what he doesn't do, as well as how Alex is going to compare to that. You said something about leadership, and let me jump on that. If if you go back, you know, we, we're in 2018, so you can jump on any news feed, anything back from last season uh, with Kirk versus Alex. Let me tell you one thing. You go to Kansas City now and go to any of those footage of the players – now and back then, nothing but uh, nothing but kudos to Alex, how he handled uh, a leader mm-hmm. of leaders. You never heard any of that from players with Kirk Cousins. When Kirk rolled out, you heard crickets. You didn't hear anything. You know, every time you talked about Kirk, it was like this one-year deal he was on. Uh, really nothing about him stepping up being lead. He always felt like, oh, well, I'm handicapped. I got one hand tied behind my back. I can't do what I really want to do because of right. X, Y, and Z with the money. Excuses. You know, Alex Alex had Mahomes looking, breathing over his shoulder throughout the entire season last year, and he still went out there and mm-hmm. did his job. He still uh, pulled, uh, pulled out the lunch pail and did his thing. So as far as that leadership concern thing, with me personally, um, Alex is going to bring that leadership quality to the team that was sorely lacking the past couple of years because of these one-year deals with Kurt, all the stuff that's going on with the front office that you talked about. And let's jump on the front office. You know, we had to go through the, the Scott McLuhan departure, all that stuff going on. And I'm with you with that. If there's controversy in Ashburn or any front office, it's going to trickle down effect down to the players. This was one of the years 
in a long time where you didn't hear any bunch of controversy. There was a lot of question marks with what they're going to do in free agency. They went out there, they tried to do their address with that. They went in the draft. They, you know, they they addressed some things that myself has been complaining about for a very long time with this team and the defense. And they went out there and did it. You didn't hear the drama. You didn't hear the circus that you did. I understand you being um, a pessimist going into this year because. That feeling, you're comfortable with that feeling because you don't want to get hype because you got uh, you got those feelings hurt. You got upset when you came in, sat down game day. You wanted to see that and you didn't. So, no no problem with you coming in doing that. But I want you to make sure that you research. Look at what Alex has done. Um, you can put the numbers side by side. They do have the same numbers, um, but you you have to admit Jay's offense. It's a QB-friendly offense. If he can give Kirk numbers like that, you can imagine what the numbers or at least the potential of the numbers that Alex Smith can do. Um, A lot of people want to knock Alex because he had all these weapons in Kansas City, and he just, you know, they knocked the Patriots right out the box last year when the season started, and everybody's like, oh, snap. They're going to do what they want to do. But you got some weapons here. You got some upgrades here. You know, you got your – and, you know, if – the the uh the latest news is you know you're going to see Jordan Reed you're going to see Crowder you're going to see uh, uh CT out there doing this thing Alex going to oh and you got Adrian Peterson uh you know you got a, a vet at QB and a vet at running back with that experience that we didn't have last year with Kirk and uh P Ryan and Fat Rob and the rest of the running back corporation so there, there's definitely uh some night and day going on at least into this year compared to last year but don't change your fire, man. I love it. I love it because we can be hyped for this game, and they can go out there, and we can have a Groundhog Day deja vu moment. You know, Jay might not have the team ready. It might be like, oh, we we losing again the first week of the season. But, again, I, I don't see that or feel that this year going in, not with how they address the defensive line, not what they address their QB and running back. Our O-line is still our O-line. Uh, Callahan got those dogs hunting. They're going to do their thing this year. Now you got a running back that's running with authority. All he's going to do is boost up the rest of the running back. He makes the offensive line better. He makes the offensive line better. Adrian Peterson. Yeah. 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 So definitely, definitely different vibe, a a different outlook going into this season. No, no, yeah. No, totally. Yeah, I mean, I – I, I, I can see on that. And let me preface all this by saying, like, you know, I was 100% wrong about the Caps, so maybe I'm 100% wrong about the Redskins. So, like, we'll <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to time this thing right here. One thing, Redskins Nation, we saw, we like a, most of our fans, we like hurt exes, scorned exes, like scorned people who've been scorned by their past relationships. I really feel like it's a, we have to, we have to move on, man. It's time for us to move on. No, hey, man, we, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Look, if you've been a fan of this team for more than five or seven years, you're damaged goods, no doubt. You, we've seen just about anything you can see with this team. So, you know, I, I never diss anybody that's coming in hurt. But that's where I like What was you about to say? My my first, like I said, my first Redskins memory. Like I'm, I'm, I'm 25 years old. So my first Redskins memory was 99 against Dallas that first game, where we were winning a lot and they came back and beat us. <laughs> so like I'll never forget, like we were like up. I think it was like really late in that game. My mom was like, "Oh, there's no way." 35, 14, right? and then like, yeah, <laughs> right. 
So like ever since then, it's just like you know, I was you know, oh, you know, this isn't gonna end well, right? That's kind of just like you know, but like I said, I you know, I, it's football. Like um, again, I'm pretty sure you know there was Eagles fans, you know, like feeling the same way walking in them last year. I mean, like. And honestly, like, if you take a look at – compare those two teams, I mean, like, it's not like – I mean, outside of, you know, Carson Wentz, I guess. But, like, there's not, like, gigantic differences between those teams, I guess, and, like, hypothetically, like, how they're structured. So, like, I mean, I can see a scenario where everything breaks right. I just need everything to break right. That's all. Oh, yeah. just, I, don't, I, don't, I don't like playing Wait, that hold, game. Hold on. Since, since we talking old – is Damo are you, are you the youngest uh, Redskin guy in here? Because – Cole just told us he's 25. I feel like, Domo, you might be a little younger than him. Are you younger than him? 26. 26. Oh, okay. So, y'all are around the same age. So, me and Chris probably the vets in here. Well, we, you know, we, we probably dealt with the, the struggle a little bit longer. So, you know what I'm saying? Oh, my if God. If me man, and Chris I'm, could I'm, pick I'm, it up, Domo's good. Oh, my word. But my man Cole, I'm, Cole, you ain't been through the struggle like we've been through. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, I mean. <laughs> even I, though geez, I will bro. say that you didn't go through the winning years either. So that, that, that yeah. might be a little different. I have a you brand new know, that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I'm old man Winter when it comes to this quartet, man. Ugh. Oh yeah, yeah we, we've we, been we, we through it, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I stopped talking about the old Super Bowls. Too much dust on them. We 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 need a, I'm a, I'm we, a we need a quest for the four. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. And I'm a, I'm gonna give this season. I'm gonna name this season. I'm, I'm gonna name it Hope. Cause that's every everything from the fans to bringing AP from guys going down to AP bringing in. It's all about hope. You know, guys, he brought hope to our franchise without even carrying one rock during a regular season. Like he brought crazy hope, crazy hope, and that's where AP coming in. So I'm give credit to our to our GM and Doug Williams because they're really showing that it's all about competition. You know, Anthony, we just released Anthony Lanier. He was he. Yep. That's somebody I really like, but he struggled against that run. So they like, okay, it's all about competition. So what are we gonna do? We are gonna bring Caleb Brantley in, and I loved him yep. coming out. That's gonna be a and big thing because he's gonna get like Jeff Tom Mhm. He's gonna get yep. up to Tom mm-hmm. Sula, and he's gonna release them dogs. Release them. That's all it's about. It's about building a team because under Kirk Cousins, we always said that we have to put the team around him, but. In order to put the team around somebody, that person has to want to be there in that position. So, boom, in comes Alex Smith. He wants to be here. So, what are we going to do? We're not – this is not the bridge because of old. We're bringing in old Deion Sanders and Bruce Smith and Dana Stubblefield. No, this is a new Redskins uh, uh, league, and I mean team, where we have young players. We don't have older uh, veterans taking up all the cat room. We have young players coming in, fighting for their positions. You know, our draft picks are working out. So I'm really enjoying what we're doing right now because it's going to be all about hope, and it's a young movement. So this team is going to be is getting better every year, every year, every year. And watch out for Josh Dawson. This is going to be a big year for him. Oh, my I hope God, so, man. I'm, I'm, Dre, I think me and you, we, we, we you like fans one and two me. when it comes to Josh Dawson. I don't have to say <laughs> you've seen my Josh Dawson tweet. <laughs> people probably hate me because of Josh Dawson. I already told people if Josh Dawson has a breakout season, I win. I'm meeting Toten. I'm posting it on Twitter. I'm making myself a gift. <laughs> I, I will go to Ashburn. I will go to Ashburn and tell him sorry. 
if he gets over a thousand yards this season. Hey, I will hold you to that, and I will hold you to it. You're gonna do it. <laughs> All right, we're gonna make you do and one it. more thing. This is why this is why Josh Dawson is going to eat because like Terrell Pryor last year, like, Terrell Pryor did terrible. He did very terrible. But Kirk Cousins, after that first read, he has a thing where after that first read, he's not as strong. He you know he tends to fade and doesn't know what to do if his first read isn't open. You had Alex Smith coming in. At that first read that open, okay, next read, okay, next read, okay, next read. Okay, if I got to take off, I can take off and make a play with my feet, either running or throwing. So that's where Alex Smith, he's not going to be Michael Vick or Ben Roethlisberger, but he's going to be Alex Smith. He's going to put people in position to succeed. He, he may not be the one to succeed 100% and make the Pro Bowl and be that all-crazy-looking quarterback. But he's the people around him are going to eat. If you don't oh eat, you're going to eat. And, Just and be competitive. That, be competitive. Exactly. That's all I've been exactly. Oh, that fire. And, uh, and we, we, we about to, it's about to wrap up soon. we got a couple more minutes. i got one more call in. I'm going to bring this call in and see, see what we got here for the last couple of minutes mm-hmm. before we wrap it up. Yo, what's up? Yo, good. Yo yo, who's this? Who what's up, man? You? So uh, this 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 is Isaac. I'm calling out Austin Hill, man. My good man. Oh, what's up, what's up bro? Isaac well, Austin Hill. What's up, man? Not much, man. A shout out to y'all, man. I like the show. We need more hey, brothers out on the radio and the airways speaking the real for real. Yes, but um, needless to say, man, I feel like the offense. I think it'll struggle a little bit until the run game get going. I think there's some like some troubles in the interior offensive line. You still got Chase Rullier, uh at center. Mm-hmm. I want to see how he uh, how he progresses in year two, and also like have some Good concerns call. at left guard. I got some oh, concerns at left guard. I think I think I think Ty and Secchi should be moved in to left guard, and oh, um, yeah. they should have put uh, Sean on the back burner and then pick up somebody on the waiver wire. Because uh, mm-hmm. I remember a few years ago the game went. Um, the offensive line had to get shuffled against the Giants, and they moved uh, Trent into left guard, and they had in the second, in second mm-hmm. you know, uh, on the left yeah, side, and we were able to win that game. You know what I'm saying? You got mm-hmm. two strong guys on the left side. Um, I think that have been a good look. And um, I know they signed J.P. Holt to the practice squad, so maybe we can uh, see him maybe week six. Um, if the run game uh, is a strong suit, then uh, doing what we think. I think Paul Richardson is going to have a good season. Um I think I think uh, we can't rely so much on Jordan Reed, um, and I think he can do some damage in the middle of the field, some crossing routes, some uh, deep deep routes, fifteen to seventeen yards down, uh, in the middle of the field. Um, he can catch, he can run, and I think that Jay Gruden would see that and um, try to get him in some one-on-one uh, matchups. Um, as far as the defense, I think we got a very very underrated seven-man front. Uh, I think the two middle linebackers complement each other very well. You know what I'm saying? Mason Foster is a thumper downhill. Um, my man Zach Brown, he can move sideline to sideline. He got that four three speed. Um, of course, you got your your two bookends, and I think uh, the health of uh, the health on the D line will be good. We got a lot of youth. Um, very very young. I like the move to get Caleb Brindley. I thought he was very good coming out of Florida. He can pass rush. He can he can stop the run, and like you said, um, Anthony Lanier, he didn't he didn't gain that weight that uh, Coach uh, Tom Sula wanted him to put on. So I think that you know what I'm saying you can put him in there for a few weeks. You know what I'm saying, let him get some practice reps in, 
understand mm-hmm. uh, the schemes that they want to do and uh, put them on the field and some, some packages and see what you can do. The only concern I really have for the defense is the back end. I think we're very thin behind Nicholson and DJ. I don't think – I think Troy Act, he, he reminds me of a Reed Dowdy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he always knit a football. Right. He, 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 a little bit more football. athletic, though. And, in fact, he's, he's always knit a football, but he just don't bring the lumber like he's supposed to. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh. if he can add a little bit – if he can add a little weight, get stronger, that speed will help. But I think that 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 aspect, man, you you need safeties that can tackle. You know what I'm saying? That's the, you're the last line of defense. Far enough. So, far enough. You, know, you know what I'm saying? So so yeah. so you know what I'm saying? Spending the fourth round on them, it was kind of you know what I'm saying a bit of a reach in my opinion. But um, I think that'll be the only weakness I can see on our defense for real. And um, I think the special teams will be better this year. I like Strowman. I like Danny Johnson. Those guys can ball. Um, I, so, I, I, I don't mean to man. cut you off, but um, thanks for calling in. We appreciate that. But we are running a short show tonight because it was so last notice. And the yeah. show is actually about to cut off on us in a couple of seconds. No problem, man. Well, risk is we, we talk so fast. And, you know, time goes by fast. But I appreciate you know it. it. We will be back, you all. Later, guys. Gotcha. Hail to the Redskins, folks. HTTR. HTTR. Mm-hmm.